Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Fantastic. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you, bub. Right on. This week on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, we've got a lot of fun. I don't know. I was trying to sound half professional there. No, but we've got, uh, the, we've got the NBA playoffs going on. Major League Baseball is a week and a half, two weeks away from being to the playoffs. Um, the NFL season started this past weekend. We've got a lot to talk about. So uh, let's jump right in. But before we jump right in, let's talk about the people that support us. Absolutely. No matter your level of fitness, beginner, intermediate, or advanced, if you like to be challenged a little or a lot and want the benefit of working with a personal trainer without the personal trainer cost, then training personally with Peggy Edwards is for you. Training personally is circuit training for all levels with a personal trainer at your pace on your time. Peggy Edwards keeps your workouts safe. She keeps them fresh, new workouts all the time, and she keeps them a lot of fun. Uh, Peggy Edwards has her gym open uh, at 3634 Budno Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio. You need to go check it out. If you're worried about uh, things being clean and, and social distancing and all that, like I am, uh, you do not have to worry about that here. You can go get a great workout. Um, it's circuit training, but she's got it set up so that you're, you have your own space in the gym. You're not going around sharing all the equipment and passing people. You have your own space. You have all your own equipment you're going to use. It's going to be cleaned when you get there. And then when you leave, it's everything's clean, everything's safe. Um, so go check it out. Give it a shot. If you have any questions before you go, you can contact Peggy in a lot of different ways. All the information, first of all, that you need will be on trainingpersonally.com. Uh, she's on Facebook, Training Personally uh, on Facebook. Peggy P-E-G-G-Y at trainingpersonally.com if you want to shoot her an email. And if you want to shoot her a text or give her a phone call, all these ways to get a hold of her. Any questions you need answered, she can answer them right away. 513-328-0296. That's Peggy Edwards, Training Personally, 513-328-0296. And if you go there and you let her know that you heard about Training Personally from the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, you will get your first month of class of classes, workouts, whatever you want to call them. They're just workouts for free. So if you go every single day for, for a month, those are all free. Uh, very generous thing she's doing through the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. So go check it out. Also brought to you by Green Solace. Uh, greensolace.com, G-R-E-E-N-E solace.com liz is an experienced professional massage therapist who provides you with a massage tailored to your needs whether it's just to relax and unwind or you need a focus massage on your problem areas for me that's my back my lower back uh definitely the shoulder anyway she's a licensed massage therapist helping to helping clients lead a stressful and healthier lifestyle let her help balance your body and mind and for the month of september if you call her and mention the nosebleed sports podcast you'll get five dollars off of the either the rock relaxation massage or the focus massage relaxation 
Uh, I don't know exactly what goes into that whole thing, but I imagine it's relaxing. The focus, she'll go on whatever part that you are having any kind of struggles with and uh, definitely uh, 100% make that feel better because that's what massage therapists do. <laughs> that all sounds very relaxing. It sounds like yeah. something I need in my life. I'm with you. Well, then go to greensolace.com, G-R-E-E-N-E solace dot com um or you can um give her a call 513-702-4178 adam it's time what time is it game time we've been talking about uh the nba playoffs here for a while the um we are now in the eastern conference finals and the western conference finals but before we get to that Let's uh let's see a little. Do you have an update on did anybody make or lose money? Not money. Time off of their uh two minute comedy special bet that we have by guessing the correct amount of games in any of the previous series in this NBA finals or yes. finals. so the uh a, a quick review. The first round of the playoffs, I did pretty well. I had three correct picks for the team and the amount of games uh, in in the first round there. So I was up three one there. So you owed you owed two uh, minutes of stand up comedy added on to the two minutes from whoever wins. Like if you lost uh, the baseball bet that we have at the end of the baseball season, uh, you add minutes onto that. So I was up two quarterfinals. You got two of them back, buddy. It's even now. It's even again because you had the Lakers in five beating Houston. That was absolutely right. And you also had Miami in five um, beating Milwaukee, which I I think I listened back on that and I laughed at you when you said that. You laughed at me. Oh, I remember. You hurt my feelings too. (laughs) Whenever you feel like it's right, an apology will be accepted. Okay. Um, Whenever I decide to apologize for that, I'll let you know. And uh, my <laughs> no, but um, I because I, Miami was up 2-0 at that point, right when we picked that one, and I was like, nah, Milwaukee's gonna turn it around. They're gonna get it figured out, and I picked them in seven. So I I didn't even get the correct team, and you were like, you knew this Miami team has it together. Uh, so you got that one right. So you had those two in the quarterfinals. We're back even. So we uh we are in the. Conference finals in both after another game seven. After Denver and Houston, or sorry, Denver and uh, oh my gosh, why are why are they the Clippers? Goodness gracious! After the Clippers were up three one in this series, and then the Nuggets came back, and in game six. They were down, I think it was like 16 or 19 in the fourth quarter, uh, or at least in the second half, came back and forced a game seven, and then did the same thing. I think they were down. They were down. It was, it was either 16 or 19. It was double digits for sure. It was over 15 in that second half. And uh, the Nuggets came back and blew them out, blew the Clippers out in the second half. I don't know what happened to the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, neither one of them showed up in that game seven. And Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic both had unbelievable games. Just these guys are 
so impressive right now. They are on like the Damian Lillard uh, level when he was still playing in, you know, in those uh, last few games, the Devin Booker level. They are in that first team all bubble right now, the way they're playing. So, um, so Denver's riding that, that streak now. And I, that's why I picked the Clippers uh, in that series because they played seven games against Utah. So I'm like, nah, they're, they're, they're a little too up and down, and now they're exhausted. There's no way – I mean, the Clippers are going to kill them. Right. They, get, they got it figured out. They got it figured out by the end of that series. They, find, they keep finding the energy at the end of these games and the second halves and at the end of these series. They just keep finding it. And they're a pretty young team, so that helps. But um, they just, they're just playing really, really well, Denver is. So uh, now we have the, the Western Conference Finals. Um, you've got the Lakers and the Nuggets. So let's go right into it. Who do you like? Well, before we get right into it, can I just ask you one question about that about this uh, Clippers team? Yeah, please do. This is supposed to be, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard is supposed to be the best player in the league, best all-around player in the league, right? Everybody, you know, Le- LeBron is – has for the last couple of years now, people have been saying it's now Kawhi. Kawhi went out to Toronto, did his thing out there, won a championship. It's now a lot of Kawhi Leonard is being talked. And then you had, then you also had, uh, you know, the Giannis who will probably get the MVP, who, um, in 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 that is what it is. So between before this Clippers team, which was supposed to be the only team that could really push the Lakers this year and a lot of people had them picked to be the champion like you yep what does this do to Kawhi if if the Lakers win it all what does that do to Kawhi's uh to the way people see Kawhi Leonard right now does that change anything maybe at the moment um, you know, if the Lakers go on to win the championship and LeBron plays really well and Anthony Davis plays really well, um, we all have this recency bias, right? So, yeah, at the end, I was the same way. At the end of last year, the way that Kawhi played and led Toronto without another star, uh, without another superstar at least, to the, to the championship, um, I, it was – I was like, yeah, uh, because he's, he's maybe the best – probably the best defensive player in the league, um, and he and he made himself into one of the be- better offensive players in the league too. Carried a carried a team that nobody thought was going to do it to a championship. I was there. I was there at the end of last year. I was I was probably you know Kawhi's probably taking that next step. And mm-hmm. you know since he since he's so good on both ends now, you could probably make an argument for him being the best player in the league. And it'll feel the same way because now uh, it, it's. Giannis all year long looks like the best player in the league, even though he doesn't have a jump shot. So that's a problem, but he's one of the best defensive players and one of the best offensive players because he's unstoppable, even though he doesn't, which makes it even more special because he doesn't have a shot, a jump. And you stop as the Miami heat, he's stoppable. Well, yeah, all year long, he wasn't, but he, you know, and and Toronto did it to him last year. Toronto knocked him out last year and, and figured out how to beat them. And, uh, and Miami did too. And, and Miami's just red hot. And, uh, so was Toronto last year, but, um, this is a bubble thing that there's, is it, is it because of the bubble that we have a team like Miami moving on, um, without, 
the superstar. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler is an absolute star. And Dragic or, or Dragic or whatever his name is, is really good. And uh, Bam is very good. Harold is playing uh, unbelievable basketball right now. There's a lot of really good players on that team, but no, there's no, you know, top six, top five, top six players in the league. Jimmy Butler's close, but he's not there. And then you got a team like the Nuggets who, I mean, you know, Jamal Murray and, and Nokely, no, 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 how do you say his first name? Nikola or Nikola? Jokic are great players. They're stars, but they're not that superstar yet. So is it a bubble kind of a deal, the reason why these guys are being able to do what they're able to do? Or is this something that would have happened anyway, you think? Uh, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that? I think Miami would have done this no matter what. I didn't see it happening before the bubble, certainly. but And maybe this does have a little bit to do with it. Everybody got to get healthy in that long stretch that they were off. Um, so, but, but yeah, I mean, and, and you did get a chance to reset. Everybody got a chance to reset and that hurt some teams. Uh, you know, the Lakers in those seeding games weren't very good. Uh, the Clippers look like a, like a different team in the playoffs. Um, you know, they, they had some bad losses that looked like what's going on here. Why, why isn't this team dominating? Like it looks on paper, like they should be. Um, and some other teams did too. But I do think – I think Miami's just playing so well right now, and I'm not sure how much of the bubble that is because I, I think they were fairly healthy before. And they might, they might have been a little banged up and got healthy, but so did everybody else. I mean, they had the same – I feel like it's a pretty level playing field. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I think Miami is just playing red-hot basketball right now. And, and, you know, who knows, maybe – well, no. I was going to say if Phoenix would have won a couple more games before the break and the way they played at the end, but they're not good enough to be this Miami team. Um, they've got it. They're, they're just putting it all together, man. Yeah, I would put them in the same category as this Denver team. And Denver was able to run through. Yeah, yeah. Denver's been – Denver has had some games that it looks like, okay, are you guys going to – are you guys going to play defense or are you just taking this one off or, or what are you doing? So, but, and the, the funny thing is after game, was it four maybe, um, Michael Porter Jr. spoke up and after the, the Clippers won, I think that last game that they won, so I think it was game four, Michael Porter Jr. stepped up and said, hey, to beat this team, we've got to get more people involved. And he's like, Jamal and, and, Yoke, and Jokic are great, but when we just run those two, when we just run pick and roll, two-man game with them the whole time, we've got to get more guys involved. And he took a lot of uh, criticism for saying that, just straight out in the media. And, but he, I didn't think he was totally wrong. Like, he probably shouldn't have said it out loud like that, maybe, or found a different way to say it, maybe. Um, because it just sounded like he was complaining about not getting the ball, not getting more touches. But um, I, I thought that was kind of right, and I thought that was going to hurt them. I thought that was going to end up being, if they couldn't play, at times they're really good defensively, 
Um, and we saw that in game seven last night. They got some they got some really important stops, especially in that fourth quarter, a bunch of them. And uh, but they kept they kept playing that, you know, between Jokic and Murray, the ball is in one of those two guys' hands like 90% of the time. And yeah. I, I I did think there was a chance that that could hurt them. Like they're going to run out of gas or they're going to – one of the two is just going to have a, a nine turnover game or something like that. And um, But it didn't. And they kept playing that way and they played so well, it worked out for them. Um, but and I, sorry, I, I got off track and started talking about Denver, but you asked me about Miami. Uh, I just want to know if in general either of those teams is just because of the bubble or whatever, but yeah. I really don't think so. I think both of these teams are legitimately as good as they as are they're playing sure. right now. Yeah, and, and Miami is just playing their best basketball of the year for sure. All right, I was just wondering because now we got to make our picks for the Eastern and Western Conference. Uh, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, the Eastern Conference is already one game to nothing. The, the red-hot Miami Heat are up one game against Boston. Uh, so I'm going to let you get that started because game two is tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Um, game two tomorrow. What do you got? All right. I'm going with – I'm going to go with Miami in seven. You know how I do. Man. You know I do. Uh, but I, I really want – I want this because I, I think these, these two teams are very well matched. Um, they're different teams, but they, they match well together, I think. And so – I am going to, I'm going to say Miami and seven because they've just convinced me at this point. I, I'll tell you, I took Miami in five against Milwaukee and I knew this team was hotter than firecracker. Um, how long does it last? That is the question. How long does it last? Really? This is going to come down to what do I want to see in the finals? Do I want to see, Lakers Celtics again, you know, see if we can renew a rivalry of years gone by, or do I want to see LeBron versus former, former Miami heat team? Hmm. I'm going, I'm going heat in six. Okay. I feel it's hard to say too. It's hard to say with a straight face, but. I'm doing it. I'm going to I thought you were insane for, for I love this Boston team. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Um and I, I, I always I always root for the Celtics to be good and to win. I, just because of, of the eighties, because I love Bird so much. But I, I thought you were insane for picking Miami and five over Milwaukee. So I will not question you picking Miami in any amount of games against any team for the rest of this year. Seven. <laughs> Didn't you just take them in seven? Yes, I did. But I, 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 if you told me Miami in four, fine. <laughs> what's that? You'd say it was a sweep and you'd be fine. Yeah, that's, I was just going to say, if you pick Miami in four, I'd be like, you know what? Okay. Done. All right, so that puts us over to the Lakers-Nuggets series. This has, this has not started. First game will be Friday, Friday the 18th. There are already, again, there's already going to be two Eastern Conference Finals games played by then, but we're in a goofy year. So, who you got? 
It's going to be interesting to see who they stick on Jokic, who they have guarding Jokic. Um, I, is, it gonna, is Dwight Howard going to get more minutes? Are they going to trust him uh, to, to defend Jokic? Are they going to use um, – I, I don't know. I, I, it's, well, what, what makes you think it wouldn't be a heavy dose of Anthony Davis? Um, it, it may be, and it probably should be, but you also, you also a lot of times don't put an, a really important offensive player on their best offensive player. He's um, not, it's not like, it's not like a, a shooting guard or a small forward that's running all around the, the right. court. The, the first, yeah. As, as I was talking through that, I was kind of thinking Jokic is painfully slow. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's not going to back you down, beat you up kind of guy. He's just a finesse. He's just a large, slow, finesse player. Mm-hmm. He is. So, yeah, I, it probably does make the most sense to use Anthony, Anthony Davis on him. And, look, Anthony Davis should be able to impose his will and should be able to make it really hard. And, and more importantly than keeping him from scoring, I think you have to just apply – as much pressure without fouling as possible when he has the ball in his hands in the high post or even out kind of on the wing or whatever or short corner and he's looking at cutters. He's the most dangerous in that situation. Such a good passer. Such a good passer. Yeah. But you've got three, um, three very good defensive big men on this Lakers team in Anthony Davis, JaVel McGee, and Dwight Howard. So I don't see – a huge issue with Jokic. I might where I see the issue is finding somebody who's going to run around with Murray all day and keep him from dropping a 60 spot on you, which he's definitely can do. I mean, he had 40 in the final in game seven. I mean, it's, it's something that can definitely be done. And I mean, who you got Kuzma, you got Rondo. You're not going to put Caruso on him as much as I love Caruso. He's got, he's a step slow a lot of times on defense. Yeah, I mean, uh, just about everybody is a step slow compared to Jamal Murray with the ball in his hands. It, just because he's such a good ball handler and he's and he's quick. Um, and this is, I'll tell you what, this is where you're really going to see probably where not having Avery Bradley, who opted out of the bubble, not having Avery Bradley in here if you're the Lakers. Uh, this is their perimeter defender that, you know, you need him on that. Now, look, they got past. I thought that in the in the yeah. I, I thought that in the Trailblazers series too, though, and they had no problem with the Trailblazers. So uh, I could be wrong about that, but I mean, I, I would think you would miss. I would think you would miss that kind of a defensive player on the perimeter against a guy like Murray. So I think Jamal Murray is probably gonna I have a field day here, um, unless they figure something out. I don't know. I mean, hopefully they've got a bunch, They've got a great staff there. Uh, a great coaching staff in LA. So I think they'll figure out a game plan to keep both of those guys under wraps. I don't think you have to like completely shut down both of those guys. I think you just have to slow them down a little bit and just make sure nobody else, you know, a, a Gary Harris doesn't give you a 31 night or something like that and beat you. You know, just, just make sure you take care of the stuff that shouldn't be too much of a problem. And then just kind of keep those guys to their average or just below. And yeah. you'll probably be fine uh, because those because Denver has to figure out how to stop LeBron. They got to figure out how to stop Anthony Davis. That might be the 
the situation that they've got a, you know, it might be a bigger problem for, for Denver. Um, so anyway, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Lakers in six. I, and let me tell you, I, the first thing I thought was Lakers in five, but part of that was because I figured this is, you know, they just finished a game seven. They're going to be exhausted. Uh, that's but, but I thought that going into the Clippers series. Yeah, we've already, we've already made that mistake with this with this Denver team. Right. Uh, there's no travel involved. These guys are all in the same spot. It makes that makes the recovery process that much faster. Um, they've got three days off, two days off, two days off. Uh, game seven was last night. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday. So they got two games. It's it's definitely different in this bubble, not having to travel all over uh, the country. Or at least the West Coast. Um, They've got their kiddie pool ice baths. Right? I, I want. I'm saying Lakers in five. Okay. I'm saying Lakers in five, and I, I just Denver. This is the end for Denver. You know, it's just one of those things, buddy. You're, you had a great run, and it was a lot of fun watching you guys do what you did. You'll sneak a game in there somewhere because Murray will go off, and and they'll have something that goes right. But uh, and it may be game one because. It could be the game that the Lakers, uh, you know, look down on them or something silly happens. And then LeBron will be LeBron and Anthony Davis will be Anthony Davis and they will take this series over. And playoff Rondo will be playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo will have six assists and <laughs> nothing else. I still enjoy watching him play. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Except when he gets – all goofy and chippy and does stupid, dirty things once in a while. Nothing grabbing people from behind and doing silly stuff. Yeah. All right. So that's it. I mean, we've got our, we've got our picks for the conference finals. We'll find out. I think you said game three is on Tuesday of the Western conference finals next week. So we'll at least be three games into that one. And uh, we'll be probably like four games into yeah, four or five games into the Eastern Conference Finals, so there's a chance that one could be over by then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Game Three is on Saturday for the Eastern Conference Finals, so oh, there you go. We'll be at Game Five. We'll be five in, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there you go. But yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be. It'll be interesting. We'll see what happens and to continue our bet. Uh, even though we are now even. So it's back to just two minutes for whoever gets it, which is probably how this is going to end up. So (laughs) thank God. Thank God. Speaking of bets, let's roll into a a segment we've done for the last couple of years. We're going to make some NFL picks against the spread. Three games, Adam Schmidt, three games in the NFL. First off, uh, if anybody's wondering what happened with uh, the – Andre Edwards bet that we had last week. Um, me and Andre both had a win in week one against the Chargers. Adam is the only one who got that right with the loss. And uh, Mr. Bullock, oh, throw him up, big fella. Throw him up. Look at him. Flex on you. Flex on me, Adam. Flexing on me. Um, if you're on anything that's not YouTube, you didn't know this, but Adam just flexed on us all. It was unbelievable. His shirt off, threw up, uh, threw the biceps out. Yeah, it was a little scary for a second. Anyway, um, so it yeah, was so bright white that Chris thought he passed out. He did, uh, yeah. but it was just my skin. The Bengals, the Bengals lose on a 
uh, Bullock missed field goal, which he uh, immediately reached down and grabs his right calf. And then in the post game said, yeah, my left said, yeah, my left calf. It just, the second I, the second I planted my left calf, just, I could just feel it. So uh, yeah, guess you forgot which leg hurt uh, when you missed that thing by a country mile. So good work, ding dong. Anyway, that's, the, that's just what it's like to be a Bengals fan. So let's move on from there and on from the Bengals in general, because tomorrow they play the Cleveland Browns. And if the Cleveland Browns lose two straight to two divisional opponents, the city of Cleveland and Cleveland fans will immediately feel like every Bengals fan in the last five years. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So I, who, what did I have there? I had, a, I had a loss for that, right? So, yeah, Andre and I both had losses. You had a win there. That's incorrect. So, Andre had a win there. Andre had them winning their first game. That, that's their second game, though, right? Week two. Oh, you're talking about Cleveland. I'm sorry. Tomorrow. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, you both had a loss. I had a win. I think it's, this is a, this is an easy W for the for the old Bengals. We'll find out. On easy, that note, if it, seeing what you think about it, uh, let's go ahead and pick off the spread. We go off ESPN for Wednesday night, whatever ESPN has the spread at when we make the bet. So it's probably not going to be the same as it will be Sunday night. It could be close. Um, Sunday when the games come on. So you can do what you want with whatever we say. Uh, last year, I think I won. Did I not win last year? You had to eat the hot. You had to eat the hot wings. Uh, yeah. Was that that bet? Yep. Yep. Two years ago, you won. Last year, I won. So we're going to pick three games against the spread. Keep track all year and see how we do. Who do you got, Adam? The rubber match. That's right. Oh. <laughs> All right, so my first game I'm picking. So you have the Atlanta Falcons at the D Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is favored by four, and I am taking Dallas. Four points. Gotcha. Second game, uh, the Detroit Lions are in Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by six, and I am taking the Packers. Ooh. Uh, my third one. Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo's favored by five and a half on the road. And I am going with two home teams and a road team. I'm going with Buffalo and the five and a half. There you go. All right. That sounds good. Well, I'm going to jump off and get directly into that Bengals game. And I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals plus six on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. uh, and from there, I will move into uh, – let's see what I'm going to do after that. Next game I think I might take is going to be – I haven't looked at this, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take – you know what? I think I'm going to take – so Kansas City is playing in Los Angeles. That's the, that's the Chargers. Oh, man. Minus nine. I'm taking Kansas City minus nine against the Chargers. The Chargers did not look good against the Bengals. Should have never won that game. They'll get blown out by that Kansas City team. And then to 
finalize everything. Uh, we've got Baltimore minus seven in Houston. So this will be my uh, road dog pick of the week. I want to take Houston plus seven. Houston plus seven. All righty. You got them all written down? Houston. Yes, sir. There you go. That sounds good. All righty. Adam, three different – we've got three different games too. Yes. We, we need to figure out um, – we need to figure out what the bet is going to be for this year. It's got to be – it's going to be fun. I'm pretty excited about whatever it is. Uh, maybe if you've got an idea, throw a comment, throw an email, a text, a tweet at Adam Schmidt. 44 at sick with it and on the tweet box send send us some let us know uh what you think the bet should be this year <clears throat> and we'll uh, decide if we like it or not yeah yeah we'll pick look we've used we've used listener suggested bets before uh well, so we will listen to you we will well, strongly consider it hot wings last year came from uh joe leonard big Absolutely. Uh, uh, listener of the podcast so yeah Definitely excited for that. You know, uh, you ate a lot of ice cream. You brought ice cream with you when you when you lost that bet last year, did you not? I brought chocolate milk. Oh, it's chocolate milk. I thought you had ice cream. Anyway. But you uh, are not wrong, buddy. I have an ice cream problem. I would call it an addiction. Tell me, tell me, you you wanted to tell me a little story about about graders and the drive-thru. We didn't get to it when we were on the phone yesterday. I want to know. I want to know what's going on in your life these days when it comes to ice cream. All right. So first of all, everything is way too convenient these days, right? So I am not, you know, in this pandemic, you know how I've been. I haven't, I've, I've tried everything I could to stay out of the grocery store, to stay out of restaurants. I don't even, if there's an option to have something delivered, I do it. If that's not an option or if it's a quicker, if I need to go to somewhere, I do curbside. Very rarely do I go into any place, all right? So just trying to make, make, make myself one less person out there. Now, there's a newer graders in our city and it is the closest graders to my house or the second closest graders to my house. But this one has a drive-through. Okay, if you're listening and you don't know, Graders is an ice cream place in Cincinnati, Ohio, where we are, and uh, it's very, very good. It's not even my favorite ice cream, to be honest with you, but it's very, really, really good. Second best to uh, um, UDF or homemade, I guess, homemade brand uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Exactly, that is my favorite. Um, but I've been eating a lot of graters, all right? Because you can get, you can have graters delivered by DoorDash, and I have done that many, many times. How's it not melted? No, they just go. It's uh, well, okay, no, I, I only get pints. Like I either get pints oh. or um, the chip wheelies. He walks up and he's been licking on your ice cream to keep yeah, it from no. down the cone. I, oh God, you know I'm so paranoid. I, I would never have anybody, any stranger hold a cone for me, ever. <laughs> I don't even, I don't like to do drinks either. Like, uh, if you could take the lid off and take a drink out of my thing and put it back on and I don't know, no, I'm not taking any chances, buddy. Mm -hmm. it, this has to be sealed, signed, sealed, and delivered. 
Gotcha. So um, I've been ordering a lot, um, but if I'm out somewhere, I might drive by. If I'm going to drive by that graders, I'm, I'm probably going to run through the drive-thru and get myself a chip wheelie or, or something like that. So a what? What's a chip wheelie? Oh, chip wheelie. Yes. So that is a, an ice cream sandwich, basically, with cookies on both sides as the, as the sand, bread of the sandwich awesome. and the ice cream in the middle. And there's like a layer of sprinkles around the outer edge of the ice cream. Totally, totally down for that. That sounds awesome. So it's unbelievable. And um, I went through the drive-thru, uh, I would say, probably about four days ago, four or five days ago. And so they're doing right now this little thing inspired by this, uh, by a young lady that had, I, I don't know how old she is. She's a little kid that has cancer. And uh, so Graders is asking for donations for, to, uh, for pediatric cancer research, right? Huh. So I pull up to the window. I didn't know what was going on. And the first thing that she, the girl opens the window and I'm just like ready to, you know, handing my, handing her my thing. She's like, um, would you like to donate to pediatric cancer research? I'm like, Oh, and so I was going to pay with my card. How do you that's say no? Right? How do you say no to that first off? Right. So that's the first thing. How do you want to donate to that? And all of us, everybody looks at you like, Oh, you don't like little kids that have cancer. That's messed up, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, not, I'm like, oh, no, thanks. I love pediatric cancer. I, I can't give you anything. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, you, it's very, very difficult to say no. So I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking about, I, as soon as I'm saying that, I'm thinking about, I usually have a pretty good idea about what I have in my wallet as far as cash goes. Yeah. Right? And so I'm thinking like, oh, wait a minute. And I'm thinking I might have a couple dollars. If I have like, Two, two singles, I'll give that to her. But I'm starting to think, man, I don't know if I have two. So I look, I have a single and a 20. And I'm like, a single's not, I, I'm, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel like a jerk if I just give her a single. Hey, okay. Okay. Continue. Cause I'm going to tell you what I think about this. So I know, and I, I've given singles for plenty of things before like that. But I don't know. There was just something I'm like, I, it's pediatric cancer. It's not like, yeah. it's not like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's 20 it's out like, you know, diabetes that everybody has or something. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I do not want to give $20. Even though it's for pediatric cancer research, uh -huh. I do not want to give, I'm not giving 20 bucks. But I look, I look at my money, I look at her. Pony <laughs> out. Here you go. Hand her it in the window. And she's like, she like looks at it and she like looks at me and she's like, 20? <laughs> she like, <laughs> questions it like, are you you giving me 20? And I like, you know, and then I'm like, I I almost thought for a split second, like, Will you give me 10 bucks back? But you can't ask for change on a donation. You can't ask for change. There's no change on a donation. No. So, so I'm stuck. I feel stuck. I should have just given the single. Um, but I give the 20. I'm like, you know, that's all I have. I just go ahead and take it. I was like, like all right, yeah. will you, 
big ball of heel. All I sit on or all I sit on are twenties and C notes. So I ain't giving you this Benjamin. So I'll go ahead and throw this twenty at you. <laughs> I had no Benjamins. I had one Washington and and a Jackson. So um, I I gave her the Jackson, and then <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god. So okay, ugh. like I gave twenty bucks at a drive-through window that I was not expecting. And Grater's is very expensive ice cream too. So I end up paying, I end up spending like 32 bucks for two chip wheelies. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to yesterday, like two days later, I pull up to the thing, right? I pull up to the window and I, I you were on the phone with me. I heard, I, I, heard, I heard it all go down. So, <laughs> no, so it was, now I know where it's all going. <laughs> so I pull up and I was talking to you on the phone when I was in the drive-thru. So I've kind of forgot about it. And she opens the window and she says, would you like to donate uh, for pediatric cancer research? I'm like, oh man. And I almost said, ah, no thanks. I just donated a couple of days ago. I gave 20 bucks two days ago. <laughs> but again, it's, even though I did that, I still feel like I'm saying no. Like she, did, It was a different girl. If it was the same girl, she might remember me from the 20 because she had to ask me about, are you sure about 20? Different girl. Um, and so I'm like, I go to that single I had in there, still had it in there. I'm like, you know what? Here's your your single. All right. Now that's, now that's 21 bucks. Let's just consider me. Let's just, let's just think of it. Like I donated 1050 each time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they ended up getting the dollar from you anyway. So that's my story. I, I donated 20 bucks because I'm a big, uh, I'm a big pushover. And then the next time I dug my heels in a little bit and gave her a buck. I got no problem doing the dollar thing when they ask for stuff like that. Ah, Whatever. I'll give you a dollar. But my favorite thing they do, which they could make a ton of money off of this. And I'm sure they do is the, would you like to round up for the children's hospital? Would you like to round up for whatever? Yeah. Round you up to the nearest dollar, whatever. It was 1899, make it $19. Take my (laughs) point. Let's go. I am totally down for that. I love, I love nice, easy round numbers when I have to do math anyway. So yeah, that, uh, I, I wish there was, I, I don't feel like, would you like to donate? I feel like it should be, would you like to give a, who's one of Wendy's, I think at the end of theirs, like, would you like to give a dollar to like the boys and girls fund? I don't know. That's not what it is, but something like that. Like, ah, I like that. Don't, don't just ask me separately. Yeah. That's a little screwed up. I think, I think uh, graders might be trying to get a little side hustle going on people's donations. <laughs> oh man. If they're stealing from pediatric cancer research, Holy smokes. Hey, you know, those Cincinnati, those Cincinnati locals are <laughs> going after it. schemers, schemers, brother schemers. Uh, that is good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So uh, you got a story like that. You want to tell us, let us know. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, do you think Adam is uh, gives in too easy? Let us know too. You're given that $21 no matter what, because you gave, you ended up giving, if you would have gave him a dollar the first time, the second time you would have only, you would have had a 20 and you would have given the 20 then. I have used it during this pandemic in the last six months, I've used cash like maybe twice. Oh Yeah. Because I don't want I don't want you to be handing me change back, dirty change back. You know what I mean? It's it's dirty all the time anyway. 
apparently change has a there's no change left in America. Yeah. Change shortage. Yeah. Yeah. They can come to my house. I got plenty of it. Um you're hoarding it all. I'll tell you, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, now now it might be worth double. I'm I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, oh, that's true. Take it to the coin star, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they can pay extra just a ching 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 ching. Exactly. Oh lordy. All right. So so that's uh the NBA, that's the NFL. We've got Major League Baseball coming to um coming to the end of the season. Uh the end of Let's see, we're about a week and a half out. Maybe we'll see if we can get – we'll do a lot of a lot of Major League Baseball next week, um, see if we can, uh, yeah, make some predictions and go over what our predictions were again for the playoffs because this is where the real betting, the real challenge comes in, the two minutes of uh, comedy stand-up, which I'm super excited about. So, yeah, we'll go over that next week. And – that pretty much leaves us on one thing left for the podcast today, Adam. That's it. And that's our comedy segment. And it, we call it a segment, even though there aren't segments to this podcast. It's one long segment. But uh, before we jump into that, I've got one quick swipe left, swipe right. We, oh. we always talk about bringing these back and, and we always forget, or I forget, I guess, at least. And um, so I've got one thing for you. All right. This is inspired, this swipe left, swipe right is inspired by the last couple days. My favorite time of the year is, seems like it's starting where the temperature drops down about 10, 15, 20 degrees, and you got days in the 70s now during the day, highs of 70s. You're getting down into the 50s at night sometimes. I love that weather. Long sleeve t-shirt weather. Adam Schmidt's love for long sleeve t-shirts. Love it. Love it. So I, I actually opened my window. I know I don't open my windows in my house ever, but when it got like that the other day, man, I, I'm, I'm working from home still. So I'm at home all day long. I'm like, man, it's kind of cold in here. What's going on? I look the thermostat. I mean, the, the I had the air conditioning on still from the couple days before when it was warm and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's the temperature is way lower than I have my thermostat set on. So I just turned it off. I'm like, man, it's 70 degrees in here. That's awesome. I opened the window up, felt so good, threw on the long sleeve t-shirt. I'm in heaven. Yes. So, but with the crisp weather comes something that I want to get your opinion on. So swipe left, swipe right on the pumpkin spice craze this time of the year in the fall. Is Adam, since I was a child, since I was a child, uh, people make pies. You got lemon meringue pie. You got all these different pies. Pumpkin pie is so big. Yeah. Never since my childhood, pumpkin pie has been the least favorite thing that I could ever put anywhere near my face. Hmm. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin spice. I, I I enjoy the smell. I'm fine with the smell like of a candle for a little while, but no swipe hard left on pumpkin, anything disgusting. Why are you eating a squash? No, <laughs> so disgusting. It's not even funny. No, swipe left as hard as I possibly can. All right. Uh, then I'll go right into it with you. 
I'm backing you on this. Hard swipe left for me too. And it's getting crazier every year too, man, because it started out, hey, we can, we can actually put pumpkin flavoring in our coffee now. Isn't that incredible? Well, every year, another food comes out. They got pumpkin Oreos. They got pumpkin Reese's. Uh, the pumpkin the the chocolate with the with the peanut butter pumpkin for halloween time reese's peanut butter cup Mm -hmm. that is their you know holiday special version of it is delicious yes i just saw it the other day where instead of peanut butter it was that pumpkin stuff in the middle of it that's disgusting don't mess with my candy, dude. Don't mess with my Reese's. That is, that should be illegal. Reese's should be put in the corner and have a dunce cap on for something silly like that. <laughs> That's I agree with that, and I love the sentiment, the old time sentiment of uh, putting being put in the corner and a dunce cap. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, Mr. Reese himself should should be should have to do that. Grave is what he's doing. He's rolling over in his grave. Yeah, it's blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Yeah. Um, so, yep, pumpkin flavored anything, trash, garbage. I agree. On that note, what did you think about uh, about what we did this week, which was Mark Norman out to lunch, full special on YouTube? Uh, you know what? I have been going first on pretty much everything we've done tonight. I think it's your turn to go first. So uh, we did Joe List last week, and this guy, you sent me a thing that I did not watch, but I'm sure is really funny. Uh, I will get to it eventually. Um, And and, uh, this guy's partnered up with Joe List on a a podcast, I believe, or something like that. So I really liked Joe List. Me too. He was really funny. He, the way he delivered his jokes and, and uh, his storytelling ability that he, I think he's very good at all that stuff. Uh, Norman's kind of a quick go. Here's my, here it is set up. Here it goes. Bing, bang, boom. It's pretty, it's a, it's definitely different. I was expecting something way more like the Joe list kind of uh, go. Now there was some really funny, Little, I feel like one-liners isn't the right word, but it just feels like a bunch of one-liners. I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of comedy. I Roger Rodney Dangerfield, like some of us, like everybody made a big deal about Rodney Dangerfield because he was, you know, uh, real racy with some of the things he would say back in the day, and and this guy did a good job of throwing some hot topics in and getting in and out of them quick. Yeah. In- out quick which was in it was impressive it was good i like that uh, makes you think a little bit on your feet however i mean it, I, I i'm not he's not up there with joe list to me I, I i don't it's not my favorite type of comedy to listen to and okay. that's me a lot of people love that a lot of people like that kind of stuff uh there's another guy out there who who does a bunch of one-liners that we listen i don't know if we did you Jaleski or What's his name? Uh, he's got some kind of uh, Polish name. I don't think we ever did did a special on him, but we've talked about it multiple times. Um, he's he's another guy. He like says some really out there crazy stuff, but they're all one liners. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, 
okay, well, I'm kind of more of a, you know, let's move it through. Tell me how this whole thing plays out. And then boom, at the end, make me laugh. So I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say like a 3.2, somewhere around the middle. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, wasn't didn't, uh, it didn't, didn't jump on me. Okay. What do you got? All right. So, uh, yep. I, I've been listening to Tuesdays with stories is the name of the podcast that Joe List and Mark Norman do. I've, I've, I've listened to every one of them every week. It, they come out every Tuesday, um, for, you know, the last probably three months or so, two or three months. And, uh, I, I, I probably would say that I like Joe List a little bit more going into this thing. Um, because I just feel like I identify with him a little bit better or something. You kind of get a feel for their personalities and how they would, cause they talk a lot, you know, that basically they just tell stories about what happened in the last week of their lives. Yeah. Um, so, and then they're just, they're funny about it. Um, and both of these guys are, are kind of dirty a little bit. Um, and they'll, they'll talk about the, you know, the, the dirty stuff. And like you said, Mark Norman definitely gets into race he gets into sex. He gets into all the, you know, all the touchy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he did it very carefully. Um, and it wasn't like he danced around it and was politically correct necessarily. No. Uh, but he, but like you said, he, he, he got in and got out and he, he like, he kept throwing stuff in. Like he would say a joke and there are like three or four other little jokes in it almost kind of just the way he, he says stuff. And, uh, but, but you're right. He, he's more of kind of a, a faster paced. Um, he's, he's kind of an awkward guy. I feel like the yes. way he, the way he moves, he just looks kind of stiff and or something. Unathletic. And, I would definitely call him, uh, unathletic just by looking at <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's, he's a, a big, yeah. He probably didn't play a lot of sports and, uh, which is fine. <laughs> A lot of comedians, I feel like a lot of comedians are that I'm way. I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, when you look at him, talk about stiff. I look at somebody and be like, that dude couldn't run up and down a basketball court without falling over himself. That's yeah. Him. Right. Um, so, yeah, he does look a little bit awkward and stuff. But if you watch him a whole bunch, you're like, okay, that's just that's just him. You know, it's it, he wasn't nervous here. That's just his mannerisms and stuff. Uh-huh. So, um, I, he is on that podcast that they do. He is 10 times dirtier on that podcast than he was in the special. Oh, really? Okay. Every week, like all the time. <laughs> so he cleaned it up for this special, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get you, I have to get you a couple of those uh, episodes, but so I, I did go in thinking like, I like Joe list a little tiny bit more. Um, and I loved the Joe list special that we did. Like we talked about, this Mark Norman special, I thought was even a little bit better. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, he had me, he made me laugh the entire time. Uh, toward the end, uh, what was he talking about? He, he did some stuff toward the end of the show that or maybe I was just kind of, maybe I just kind of got into the rhythm with him or something like that sure. and, uh, and didn't laugh quite as much. But I was impressed by joke after joke after joke after joke i do i do like that style and so i i liked how he did that um it's like we talked about before i like the storytelling guys too if they're good at it 
you know, we did the Mike Birbiglia one. He tells long stories and he, oh, yeah. you know, just uses his voice basically and mm-hmm. his timing and stuff to make it funny. This is a different, this is a different style, of course. I thought it was really funny and I gave Mark Norman out to lunch a 4.3. Whoa, man, we are on opposite sides of the spectrum on this. I yeah. found the guy I was thinking about that, Anthony Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik, yep. That's whatever. He's he's kind of the, you know, short, quick jokes that are way out there. Some of them like beating babies and like like really crazy stuff. But it's a lot of quick, not quick, he's a little slower paced, but they're just short jokes yes. thrown so anyway, that's what, that's, that's what that reminded me of. And I was trying to think of that guy's name. Yep, yep, Anthony Jesselman. Yep. So we had uh, Joe List, we had Mark Norman. And I just realized right now that Mark Norman was your pick. It was. It was my pick. <laughs> so that means that I, it is my responsibility this week, because I was going to, because I didn't know you were going to pick Mark Norman, Right uh, last week, but I did have the, an entire week to find something else that I didn't necessarily do. So you know what I'm going to do? The first, the first thing you pull up when you go to Netflix, Michael McIntyre. It's called Showman. Michael McIntyre. I did not know who this man was until like two or three days ago. Uh, a podcast that I listen to that just basically is like, a, it's actually the Netflix comedy podcast and they just pick like one joke. It's like a joke of the day kind of thing. Okay. And I think it's from this special on the day that it was released just a few days ago, I believe. Um, there was a joke on that podcast that I heard. So I'm going to go ahead and, and just do this. It's the newest release from what I can tell. I like it. So we will go. Uh, if you, If you're listening to this, Go check out on Netflix, Michael McIntyre. It's M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E. Called Showman. Called Showman, and we will discuss that next week. Along with more baseball, not more baseball, more NBA, more NFL, not as much NFL, and uh, a whole lot of baseball next week. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to get into. We're going to be coming into hot and heavy into the playoffs uh, for Major League Baseball as we will already be hot and heavy in the middle of towards the end of the NBA playoffs. So a lot of that going on. And from there, brother, we will see how it goes. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're, we're getting excited. You and I get excited about the baseball playoffs, whether our Reds are in it or not. But sometimes they're not. They've, yeah, most of the time they're not. But we still we, – we are baseball fans. You, you're such a baseball fan that you are wearing the hat of a division rival. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, in four days, four, five, and six days from now, I don't want to see that hat on you. No, you never – no, there's no chance. Okay. Not while the Reds are playing. No, no, no. Okay. No hat gets put on this head when the Reds are in the middle of a series with somebody. That doesn't yeah. happen. I knew I, I knew you had some sense about you. Um, I do love that hat, actually. I, I really like that. <laughs> it's, it's the old Brewers. If you're not, if it, you're on the podcast, if you're not watching on YouTube, it's the old Brewers logo, like the mitt. And and if you uh, for years and years, I didn't even notice 
It's a baseball mitt with a baseball right in the center of the palm of the glove. The absolute worst place to catch a baseball. Right. Uh, but it's also an M and a B for Milwaukee Brewers, like in the picture of the. Well, I've never noticed that before. Seriously? Never more. There, there's been recently a release of, so it's an M and a B. Yep. Like a lowercase M. It's really almost both of them are like lowercase. They are. Um, they are. It's hard to do backwards in a Zoom call. You see? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. The, the M and the B from Milwaukee Brewers. I, I made me like that logo even more. I, I kind of just like every logo from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Anyway, just because I like the retro stuff. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I like it. Anyway, um, but we were – I was going to say we, we, uh, we get excited about the baseball playoffs, and then we are now kind of getting a little warmed up about the Reds again because they just won their fourth, fourth or fifth straight – fifth straight, I think. Uh, game tonight and they've kind of played their way back into the into, into contention um, they are I don't I don't know what the Giants did tonight uh, but they were like they're like a game or a half game back of that last wild card spot so uh, they got a really tough last nine games three of them are against the Brewers and six of them are against the White Sox and Twins who are both very very good teams were postponed yet again aha uh-huh. So that's the other thing, man. There are still a bunch of teams. I know these teams, like the Cardinals and Marlins, they've, they've played a ton of doubleheaders to try to catch back up. But there are still teams that are having games postponed for COVID and other reasons that are going to have to catch up or not catch up. So the Reds might be put in this position where they played several more games and they might, be, they might end up a half game out of the playoffs when the Giants played 10 less games than they did or something like that, and is that going to feel fair? I think the Reds have played one more game than – they've played 51 games, and I don't know that anybody else has – has, I think there's a lot of 50s out there, but um, so there's a lot of 50s. I don't really see anybody with 51 games. That's – I mean, I feel like they should get a – they should get a – should get a little something for doing so well with the, with the Rona. Yeah. Yeah, an extra – and they did have uh, – uh, they had at least one guy that had it, um, right? Wasn't Didn't Nick Senzel have it? Isn't that what he was out? Yes. And then they had a couple of scares. Uh, Votto reported being sick one day. And he was only – he only ended up being out for a day, I think, because yeah. um, he got tested and he was okay. And some uh, one other guy did the same thing, had some symptoms, uh, sat out, stayed away from the team, got tested, and was fine. Um, but yeah, they haven't had to miss games. So, um, or well, they did. They had to miss uh, some games against. Was it the yeah, Cubs well, or the Cardinals? They, those have been made up. They were able to make those up in doubleheader. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's it's making us even more excited because the Reds are back in it. Uh, hopefully, we've got something to to really watch and pay attention to, especially now coming up. So. Yes, that was a long-winded way of saying we are excited about the baseball playoffs, and I can't wait to talk about them next week. And hopefully we can get Bobby uh, Nightingale Jr. back on here next week or the week after. Uh, we got to try to work around because when they're playing, you know, he's got responsibilities. So we'll try to get him on and uh, see if we can go over what's been going on this year and what's happening, especially if they make the playoffs. Hopefully we can, we can have him jump on and 
talk to us about that. So I like it. You named it all. We got a lot of stuff coming up next week. So get ready. Sounds good for me. I love it. And until then, don't forget to turn your headlights on.